The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. You don't have to beg another person for another thing. Say amen to that. Your days of begging are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of worry are over. Your days of being without are over. All things are yours. Here's Adam, and he's putting Adam in the earth, and he's blessed him. Then he said, be fruitful. Now, Adam is going to produce something from the superior, by the superior method of the spirit realm. Now, what is he going to produce? He's going to produce something in the earth that came from heaven. Jesus said, thy kingdom come, come on, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So he's going to do that. Now, I had to do it too. Let me give you my account. We needed an airplane. And Lord, we don't have an airplane. I need one. So he had a man come here and speak on a Wednesday night from Africa. And he said, Pastor Winston, your airplane is in Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Well, what do you think I did? I thought, look it. Because... I need some seed. See, God already knew I needed the airplane, but I got to bring it forth. And I've got to bring it forth starting with a seed. I've got to get a seed. Luke chapter 8, verse 11, the seed is the word of God. I've got to get some seed first. Adam, I'm giving you every herb bearing seed. And I got to start with some seed first. So I get some seed from God, from a man who carried it from Africa. And I look at verse 20, a bird of the air shall carry your voice. That's called seed. So God gives seed to the sower. So I sow that seed. Now, Matthew chapter 12 and verse 35, a good man out of the good deposit of the heart. He said, out of the good, what did he say up there? Out of the good what? Treasure. Let's substitute the word deposit. A good man out of the good what? Deposit of the heart. What is he going to bring forth? Good things. So God is making it so no man can keep me from my airplane because my airplane is not in their hands. It's in my heart. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, nobody can keep you from your business. Come on. Nobody can keep you from your rent money. Nobody can keep you because it's not in their hands. It's in your heart. And the sower soweth the word. And over in uh, Mark chapter 4 and verse 26, he goes on down, soweth the word, and he sleepeth night and day, and the seed springs, come on, and grows up. Keep going, keep going. 
He doesn't know how. You don't need to know how this coming forth. That's right. You don't know how this coming forth. And if you don't know, the devil don't know. That's right. And I'm saying, God may have you to do this, do that, stand on one foot, that shout. That, that. You don't know how it's coming forth, but he's going to bring it forth. And the seed carries the instructions for manifestation. Glory to God, man. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to beg anybody for anything because your, your blessings come from home. Your blessings come from another realm. I'm talking about a spiritual realm that nobody can stop it. It'll come up through concrete. It, it, nobody can touch it. Nobody can have it. So you're, you're black, you're white. You can't do this. You can't. None of that has crossed your table. You don't even need none of that. All you need is a mouth and some soil. Hear what I'm saying, Doc? All you need is a mouth and some soil. God's got your seed. He knew you were going to need that before you got there. And he's got plenty of seed for you. If the devil's trying to stop you from your seed, God will bring it through a person from Africa. God bring it from a person from Australia. They'll somehow y'all will meet up and he said, God told me to tell you that their seed is in Ecclesiastes and chapter 10, verse 20. All you got to do is believe. Once you believe and sow it, you sleep and rise night and day. The seed springs and grow up. You don't know how, but the instructions are in the seed. came from California. I didn't know this airplane from anything, but I do know this. At a point of that seed development, the instruction said to me, pick out your interior, what you want it to look like on the inside. I took it and I thought looking online and I said, this is too complicated. Let me just get a picture of one I like. I got the picture of the one I like. And do you know what happened? The one I like came from California. I didn't know it was in California. But God doesn't, it don't make no difference. Because all the earth belongs to God, right? Well, I'm preaching, right? Well, y'all pulling something out this time. You don't have to beg another person for another thing. Say amen to that. Your days of begging are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of worry are over. Your days of being without are over. All things are yours. My Lord, my Lord. Now, this truth he said, God, let God be true. So when they came back from spying out the land of Canaan in Numbers chapter 13 and verse 33, they said, wait a minute. We're like grasshoppers in their eyes. And so are we in our sight. Now notice what the, the two spies said over in Numbers chapter 13, verse 30. Let us go up at once. Keep going. For we are well able to overcome them. Was that the truth? Yep. 
Because God said over in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 5, no man, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Whether you're young or whether you're old, they ain't going to be able to stand before you. Is that the truth? See, if I stand on the truth, everything got to change. It's got to change in me. It's got to change outside of me. It's got to change. Do you believe that? Now let's keep going. So one of them gave a fact and the fact was what he could reason in his natural mind. They're giants. They're more experienced than we are. We've been in slavery. They, they've been fighting wars. Uh, they're all the things that look right. And then they eventually said, well, let's make a decision. Let's go on back to Egypt. And because uh, uh, if we face these guys, they're going to kill us, take our women, children, so forth. All that sounded reasonable. Didn't it sound reasonable? And that's what they could see with their natural eyes. You, I'm talking about the x-ray. You can see it with your natural eyes. You, you can see it. But God said by his stripes, come on. That's it. That's it. Now, I'm not saying that the doctors are not good. I'm just saying that there's a reason why God has spoken the truth. Because only the truth is going to make us what? Free. See, you look at that TV enough, it'll tell you who you are. God said that, are you not gods? Are you not gods? That you're being gods. Some, this is the, this is the, uh, the foundation of the supernatural in your life to know that you're not a natural person. All right, let me keep going here. Y'all with me so far? All right. So now the lie. All right. So the devil just tells a lie. He just tells a lie. All right. Now let's take an example. Somebody born, they're born a male. Okay. Now God says he created two denominations over in Genesis 1:27. He created them male and female. All right. Now that's the truth. But now here comes somebody and they're going to use these uh, hormones and they're going to change their sex. Now I'm not talking about people. I'm, I'm here in love. Say I'm in love. And they're going to change their sex. Now, now notice what's happening now. A fact is taking place. Yes, because that's what they're telling people. Now I've changed my sex. I'm not him anymore. I'm her. Now understand that this, this poses the real situation because in Psalm 139 right. and verse 16, God said, now from the beginning, I wrote your members in a book. I wrote who you are from the beginning. No, he sent Jeremiah to say something in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. He said, before you even came into the womb, I knew you. I knew what you were. I knew what you were going to die being. I knew everything about you. 
Now, somewhere you done listened to some voice that was not the voice of truth, and you done took a fact and trying to change yourself. But here's the good news. First John chapter 3, verse 8 says that yet the devil sent it from the beginning. But the reason why Jesus came was to undo the works the devil had done. That I don't care how far gone you are, God can turn it around. I, I'm saying, I don't care what has happened in your life. God can reverse it. Proof of that is you sitting up in here right now giving God praise. There was one time you was running away from God. Say amen. Now I'm saying, I don't care what the enemy has done to you. I'm that he has messed with our minds. People had abortions here and had this here, but I got good news for you. If you can't to Jesus. Any man that's in Christ, any woman is a brand new creature. All things are passed away. Now, all you got to do is renew your mind to what God said and let God be truth and every man be a liar. You don't have to carry around guilt and shame and all of that because God can make it so that you never did what you did. He he can cover you. He can make it so that the blood of Jesus cleanses your mind, cleanses your heart, and you say, I'm free. I'm free indeed. too hard for the Lord. No, 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 no. We all mess up. Why? Because we were listening to the wrong voice. The devil comes to kill, steal, destroy. That's what he does. So I can't, you can't be hard on people who are listening to that voice. You're in the world to win the world. We all had some crazy stuff. But God is good. Matter of fact, his mercy is new every morning. Every morning you get up and say, Lord, forgive me for going off on him. Lord, forgive me for that. God said, I forgive you. Let's go. Come on. Say, I'm forgiven in the name of Jesus. Now, last thing. The last thing is fear not. Say fear not. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love. You, you can fear not because God is with you. Here's what David said. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. 
He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley, the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. David knew that nothing could separate him from the love of God. He said, if I make my bed in hell, there you are. If I take the wings of the morning, you see, he experienced missing God, but it's good news. His mercy is new every morning. So what would fear do? Fear came on Job. Job said, the thing that I feared most has come upon me. Job chapter three and verse 25, watch this. Took my health and my wealth. It took my family. This is Job. This is what fear can do. The next thing, fear will stop a person from increasing. He said in 1 Kings chapter 17, here the woman and the prophet said, feed me. And she said, I only have one more meal left, one meal left. And then he said, well, feed me with that one and fear not. Fear not. Feed me first. See, fear not. Can't you see what I'm saying? It'll keep you from increasing because if she would just feed him, then the, oil, the food would start to multiply. I'm saying, if you just give your tithe. Can't you see what I'm saying? Fear got you blocked. It's not a man. It's not about somebody tricking you. It's fear. He said, I'll open up the windows of heaven. I'll pour you out a blessing. Your name will be known all over the world. But fear says you better not do it. And I was at that crossroads with this shopping mall. God said, so 400,000. Fear tried to come in on me. As one person, what shall I do? He said, don't do it. Another person, he said, obey God. I said, okay, fear, get out of the way. I'm going for it. One, two, three, four. And look at it now. Fear can keep you from your destiny. Oh, they were going over to the other side on the ship, but look what happened. Here comes the wind and here comes this, this storm coming. And the Bible said they woke up Jesus and accused him that he didn't care about him. He rebuked the wind, said to the sea, peace be still. And then he turned to them and said, why are you so fearful? How is that that you have no faith? Fear can keep you from being all God called you to be. And fear is from the devil. 
I'm saying David's men, they call them mighty men. They came to him broke, busted, and disgusted. Oh, something like that. But look what David did. He turned them into such fearless men that one of them could slay 800 men. I'm telling you, your potential is locked up and we're going to unlock it. We're going to unlock it. Now, it'll, it'll keep you from receiving your healing. That's what fear does. It paralyzes. But the biggest thing fear will keep you from is your miracle. It'll even keep a person from being saved. If Satan could work it in somebody's life and try to hold them in fear. See, being saved is the biggest miracle in the book. But I declare it will not hold you. Say no fear here. In the name of Jesus. Here's what David said. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. See, getting, getting old can bring fear. Come on. Not knowing what tomorrow might bring could bring fear. Huh. Poverty brings fear. There's a lot of some things that bring fear. Some people don't like to swim because it brings fear. But David said, all my fears. Say, I want all my fears gone. In the name of Jesus. So the last thing is fear. And fear can be cast out in the name of Jesus. Fear can be eradicated by revelation. Over in 2 Kings chapter 6, when Gehazi could see the angels around him, fear left. You can get rid of fear by knowing about vengeance. Vengeance is where God moves on your behalf. And he taught Abraham vengeance. He taught him where Sarah, he told Sarah, don't tell him you're my sister or they may kill me. But God had to show him that the judgment of God would come and protect him. Say amen to that. And also fear, perfect love cast out fear. So what am I telling you? Your days of fearing. That fear has run your life for the last time. That today you are being totally delivered. Oh, have mercy. Of fear. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that teaching. Now, this is offering day on the broadcast. It's a time that we have those who are listening, uh, partners, whatever, to sow a seed into the work that we're doing. Now, here's a scripture that I want to bring to mind. It's found in 2 Kings chapter 4. This is when a woman, uh, her children were about to be taken to put in bondage or work off a debt that apparently her family owed. They couldn't pay it. Well, you may be like that. You may have something that you want that debt canceled or you can't pay these debts or what are you going to do? 
Well, God is a debt canceling God. And what happened is she cried to the man of God. The man of God began to give her a series of steps that she could do to be able to get enough, accumulate enough to be able to pay off that debt. And so what happened? He said, now, what do you have in your house? She said, well, I don't have anything except a pot of oil, a little oil. Now that was burial oil, which is very expensive. They tell me it's about worth about a year's wages. And so she had this oil. He said, okay, now take that, go borrow some vessels. Don't borrow a few, come in and shut the door with you and your sons and pour out. And the Bible says she did that and went back to the man of God, said, what do I do now? He said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and live you and your children on the rest. Well, first of all, God is a God of increase. Psalm 115 and verse 14 says, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Now, isn't it interesting how he put children in there? Because she called her kids in, then shut the door, and then watched the miracle take place. So in this offering message, I want you to know that God is a debt-canceling God. Secondly, know that miracles can take place any time, meaning that as you put that pressure on that covenant, that miracle will break loose. And the third thing, pass on faith as a legacy. Get your kids involved in the things that you're believing for and watch them grow up operating in faith just like you. Praise the Lord. Well, if you have your offering ready, praise God. Just think in mind or write out a check or have your, you know, whatever you text or whatever you do, have it ready. Let, let me pray over it right now because I'm, I'm your prophet right now. <laughs> let me pray over that gift that you sow that seed. I'll pray over it right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that those who are sowing, I pray for a multiplied return, increase right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for it and call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I want to thank you so much for your giving. We are able to do so much because people like you are sowing seed. Glory to God. This is Bill Winston saying we love you. And until next time, keep walking by faith. Blessed by today's message, order The Dominators in its entirety to receive the full teaching. This three-part series is available on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order, contact us at 1-800-711-9327 or online at BillWinston.org. Operation 10 City is a 10-city campaign empowering communities of people across challenged metropolitan cities throughout the U.S., restoring hope, providing resources, and imparting entrepreneurial education. Operation 10 City features a free mega event with programming for youth and next generation leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs centered on community outreach, business and entrepreneurship, and faith. Operation 10 City has impacted thousands to date in St. Louis, Detroit, Cleveland, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and Chicago. With a singular vision to inspire people and communities to access true economic prosperity and self-sufficiency through wealth building and ownership. A lot of single parents like myself 
that's doing everything by themselves, and this actually is a big help. In these days and times, the way it is in this world today, it is very hard. You know, and people are doing what they can to take what they have to make it. Some of us are like swamped in bills and in, in property taxes, and, and um, this is excellent. Um, we appreciate the blessing. When I came here, I felt the presence of God. It was so powerful. When praise and worship started, I just felt the anointing. And if you're looking for change and you just want to change your life, this is the place to come when they come to your city. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.